0: When you know where you have been, and you know where you are, and you know where you're going, your actual experiences always make sense because you are looking at them. This is for my lovely 5D mystics, those of you who are functional adults, secure attachment, And so individuals with your integrated minds, restored embodied selves, or those of you who are working towards this. So this means you're actually paying attention to your temperament, the charged states of your own inner body, which involves your emotions and your contemplation. The difference for my lovely IHP community and those who Simply put, don't integrate the spiritual and spirituality stuff. Is that is that those who are primarily practical and so they only use the human science stuff? They're well on board and online and um, in a direction of their own inner well-being. So this mental health stuff—they know about post-traumatic growth, they know about personality, they know a lot. And what I've noticed is particularly for both groups of people the absence of the Krishna Lila that comes instead from someone like a Sadguru when he's talking about yoga and how to enlighten or anyone who's excited about the topic they present and so what I mean is when a person is doing who they are as an adult it is their full awareness of what they're offering to people and they're excited about it because they embody the very essence of what they know can support so it's 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 an honor and exciting and something you're just heartwarmed about because you experience what you are speaking of and so when any person can be their own self and experience who they are This is why you know where you have been, you know where you are and you know where you're going. Now with the mysticism part, this is where we get to experience something that's unique. And while the old soul age group people are devoted to their spirituality alone, because this is where we have those different soul age groups and I see the representation of them within different communities. Some are 3D, 4D, some are 5D, and when I say that, what I mean is the 5D person is always going to be a compassionate oneness consciousness person, which means they have a functional adult behavior. They actually always will know how to repair relationships because they don't hold grudges because that's childish and also that's a sign of a person who hasn't resolved something within them. Functional adult is forgiving a nuance because they know we're all human, we're all imperfect, and perfection doesn't exist, so they can tease about it. We have a lot of different conversations, but they would know that if there's spite, or revenge, or um, blame, or shame, they're aware of that immature emotion being not good or bad, they're aware of it being there for reasons of not something not being processed. So, this is where the mental health word is important because a healthy mind is an integrated mind and the, and the, the part is you can be an angry buddhist with a restorative embodied self in this integration mind and this is where enlightenment can come in but enlightenment only takes place if you actually have also moved beyond all types of belief systems in a way of bringing mahasamadhi samadhi so really what it is is we will hear information as i do all the time and uh, it comes in my ear, tries to stay in the presence while I'm engaging in conversation, but once I'm done with it, it's gone, I'll keep the gist of it, then I might have another conversation and we'll speak in completely opposite words. And this is the this and that of those who are in a mind that uses right and left mode together and doesn't have to have rigidity because the only group that has rigidity are minds that are still working with a predominant left mode alone, which means they're not maturing their emotions or their emotional response, or they're not sitting in the unknown, allowing variables to just sit there and to be comfortable with it. So unknown, which is what the right brain hemisphere, this is, thank you Daniel Siegel for informing me of of this, is the part of our brain that actually um, allows you to be able to sit in the infinite possibilities realm the right brain is also where our limbic system if I remember correctly is and when someone hasn't been given the opportunity to develop that effectively in the first year of life they will have stuff that comes up which renders their self a little bit less solid which means a little bit less stable in the ability to be flexible And their left mode is a dominant mode or if there's an excessive right mode the emotion stuff then that takes over so in both cases it's not a healthy mind because there's not the ability to stay stable flexible adaptive coherent and energized while engaging and we know all of words such as cognitive dissonance confirmation bias any group of people doesn't matter what their age from adulthood obviously and remember our prefrontal our frontal lobes excuse me which are our executive decision makers in our physiological brains biologically speaking for now the data shows from the mental health community that um the experts not just the people who want to support each other to live a well-being life 25 year old biological female body brain uh, the frontal lobes finished developing biologically male and I know some people don't use the words but the physiology of this male body 28 years old and the chemistry let's not forget about chemistry but see chemistry isn't only about your age and it's not only about the way that the brain is wired so for example we've been discussing when it comes to the psychopath they have a specific structural marker there's like a specific biological marker that has been discovered and and it's still being looked into but what they found is most influential of what happens once this person begins to grow up is the environment 80 percent of what happens as they move into adulthood young teenage is what is around them so their amygdala and their orbital frontal cortex, I think is the word, are not engaged. The scanners show this. So the scanners will show that for a psychopath's brain, physiological just the brain, this doesn't mean that they're gonna go out and do things. No, this is where the movies just kept on doing and sharing with us images. The same thing goes with sociopaths or narcissists or any of these words that actually mean something and that people use. With stereotypes and overgeneralizations that come from different types of sources and all sources mean well but here's where even IHP podcasts all my content can be used in a way that I don't want it to be used but I can't be in this space of understanding who's taking it in how they're taking it so I can only have engagement with once that comes about but see here's where I take in the information, like our lovely naysayer, pseudoscience, bullshit, right? Self-help crap. I don't have a problem with what they said. Obviously, I don't appreciate that that is what is considered, but I can understand why that would be the consideration. In fact, they gave me a valid data point to share with the community. Pseudoscience, (laughs) self-help, but it's not crap or bullshit for the person who wants to open their mind to more. It's food for thought. Plus, the Soul Age Group, my lovely 5D mystics. I'm really talking to people who are in the land of intuitiveness, but you're grounded in 5D, so it means you want to participate to expand human consciousness in a good way, not in a, I'm a Viking and I'm a Lemurian or I'm an Atlantean who's going to keep talking about light and dark and let me just keep spelling out stuff that doesn't have anything to do with humanity. Whenever people talk about energy vampires, I began to be able and connect dots to loved ones who are not energy vampires. They are people who have potentially uh, non-secure attachment categories, potentially disorganized attachment category. Uh, They have uh, attached cry or collapse submit or please appease, safety behaviors. Uh, Traumatized brain, enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex, so yes, behavior that involves not only strategizing without saying anything, but being reactive in ways that make no sense, Um, gaslighting, manipulating, passive-aggressive, what else? I mean, the reality is most people that I know aren't owners of their own emotions or their mouths, and then they forget what they said. Or how they behave. I still, to this day, have no idea how that happens. And I got like at least a handful of situations right now that I'm thinking of girlfriends of mine that we're great, great, great girlfriends. Like this is where we're we're friends because that's the whole point. Nobody ends their relationships in five D land. Nobody's an energy (laughs) vampire. These are all people who didn't learn how to manage their emotions in a mature manner and apparently there's a lot of people that don't recognize that their cancel culture is an indication of an immature emotional response that blocking people from being able to converse and so yelling and insulting each other is immature emotional response being in any way shape or form aggressive towards each other on especially these topics where i see people who label the narcissist as if these people are sons or daughters of evil which they're not sociopaths psychopaths along so i am actually very disappointed but i'm nobody so who who cares about my disappointment what i can say is those who really want to stand up for mental health, they will speak of humanity with kindness, compassion, and they will do their learning well, unless they're just doing what they're doing to defend their position, which is from their past experience, which stems from a hurt that has yet to be brought to post-traumatic growth. They have not healed their trauma. And so here's where we all will have experiences that will seem really difficult, especially since we all began life as children. And so you better bet that every single human being, thank you, my lovely teacher, Sue Martin or Susan Martin. Right now, my mind begins to wonder is it Sue or Susan? I think it's Sue, but when she describes to me that every human being on the face of this planet, according to science, up till this moment, the people who research and study and use scanners and have technology, not the ones who are making up shit out of their mouths because they just saw something and that's what they're gonna, I see a bunch of things, I see a bunch of things. I'll never forget, as I got familiar with my dreams, noticing that, yes, things are happening with those dreams, with the people that i love and things in their life but what i dream of doesn't match necessarily what's going on and no matter what interpretation people want to give it it doesn't always match anything sometimes it doesn't match shit. it's just because stuff is happening in their life and we are all energy so we'll pick up on our loved ones because we're connected there's a heightened sensibility to the oversoul that is part of your oversoul and if you know where you have been you know where you are you know where you're going you know your own oversoul you're not bothering with thinking about you needing to tell somebody of your oversoul how to live life and when it comes to the collective we actually immediately distinguish because the collective has theme energies. like right now with this very important day and with this heart chakra and people settling into what they're going to choose Yes, some have chosen expansion. A good portion has chosen to sit in their fear and just say to themselves that life is hard and or this is why they found meaning. And instead of expanding their energetic spectrum, because the expansion means that you bring yourself from a vibration of stillness in your mind and in your feelings, and as you're contemplating to a lighter, and more um, bigger. You start to be able to see where you have been again, where you are, and what infinite possibilities can be, and you do so with Krishna Lila, with curiosity, when you choose love. You choose fear, and you don't see with infinite possibilities. You see whatever it is you think you know, and it all uses the past, because you're using the past if you think you can know exactly how the future is going to happen and so here's where assumptions are what take place when people do this with their loved ones because they assume that they can say what those people are going to choose or not based on their experiences with them and this is where for the enlightenment soul age person you can't do that you're not that other person and you're in a space that isn't yours furthermore you're forgetting that your own ego is a filter and you're seeing it from your end of the spectrum which is not going to be a match because that other person and her group of people are not you as is not the collective so we share energetic imprints we share concepts we share emotions we share being humans (laughs) we don't share the same narrative at all and in fact there are still plenty who are in 3d 4d who share a very sad 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 narrative uh, the other soul age groups are busy learning about being in their soul age group so those who settle into whichever one they have taken up that's where they're at they're not learning to become equanimous to move into neutrality and flexibility and adaptability and more of themselves they, they're settling into that which they've chosen as an identity because that's their comfort and their mind doesn't want to think beyond that box because it feels that it would be too much and it doesn't make sense and so you know at the end of the day there's ignoring the fact that when you're processing anything new that you've been if you will pushed to see this is the part of what what we're seeing is a transformation of societal themes and a lot more people who are equanimous and who are in the enlightenment so age group we're at ease because we know that this is natural for there to be uncomfortable reactivity to the people who don't know who they are as a person and they don't want to claim who they are they don't want to use their name they don't want to allow that darkness meaning no meaning just mine just me choosing it's not good or bad it's natural for the mammalian heritage to seek outside itself for meaning so the people who settle into those soul age groups will be either in solace or suffering why suffering because some don't actually take a look at their rumination their way of shaming and blaming each other or criticizing or doing revenge or doing things that are not in an energy of love They don't do that because they don't actually look at themselves with Krishna lila, So they don't look at themselves with compassion. So they can't do something post-traumatic, meaning grow from your trauma. They are in criticism, which means they're going to have the shame cycle. I'm going to criticize me. And if I'm not criticizing me, I'm going to criticize somebody else because they didn't match what I needed. I'm going to deny, meaning ignore that my emotional response and my upset has anything to do with how I'm exploring something, so I'm going to miss out on that adaptive child that can become a grown-up, so the person from those charge states to become their own higher self, and then I'm going to withdraw, and I'm going to stay surrounded by the same type of people, the same type of stories, the same. My friends, whether they're in solace or suffering, the ones who are choosing, it seems, to settle into their soul age group, that's where i know some who have already they did this way back when because this is the second or third waivers right now then we're going to have another group another batch so right now i know that some who have chosen prior in fact they are lower on the energy scale they're in solace but their way about their way of talking about life is I mean, again, a handful of loved ones that I've known my entire life, and they used to have so much energy, so much excitement, so much planned. Now they're like, I mean, even an 80 year old who instead knows who, who they are, has a lot more vitality. It's not about what they're doing every day, it's actually about the tone, it's the way they're presenting their mundane. So the people who present mundane as if they were an 80 year old, even though they're not, I'm talking about the age, but as an energy not as the age because again i can meet and do know 60 70 80 year olds who are vital like like super energetic because they're actively participating from within their body they're actively utilizing their own nervous system in a ventral vagus nerve toning in a restoring body itself when you find wholeness within yourself which is what oneness consciousness is you're using your mind to expand You learn flexibility, adaptability, coherence, energization, and stability all on your own. If you're inclined to be in this 5D spectrum without spirituality or spiritual stuff, with the spirituality and spiritual stuff like me, you embrace human, spiritual, you embrace all because you're a person who's expanding the way you can see things and you're participating to the transformation of society. And on this beautiful. I don't know what other stuff is going on. I just know a lot of crown chakras activated for a bunch of you. (laughs) So I know that the ones who are going to choose love, they've only began to start getting excited. But the ones who are in the awareness, we're in the... A space of let's see what happens kind of deal because of knowing that majority of people they are still in a place of fear in their bodies because they're looking outside for answers and outside we don't have all equanimous and compassionate and open-minded and open-hearted leaders we don't have people I don't see them that are a majority I see a minority right now and when I look at my YouTube feed that's what I'm using to look at things because the media I already know what's on there and that one that I'm just completely disappointed I mean if I had to say what to get rid of I'd get rid of the TV because they still do the journalism that I learned about in my college years which is what bleeds leads and I find that very very insulting and very negative on a lot of different counts and furthermore I find it degrading to the intellect of the human being who can be a lot more than, than that and I find that the people who don't notice it they're not the ones who will notice it until they're presented with something that's different. So. Just saying. But again, this is where I'm not the one who gets to choose these things. However, mass media, I would get rid of it just because it's it's a very bad, bad type of journalism. It isn't even journalism anymore. It's just giving them pink news. My teacher, I'll never forget how he explained this. I was like, really? And they, they allow this? Like, this is allowed? I thought that we were people who wanted to educate. Did we not talk about the medieval times being, you know, or the dark ages? Like, how, how is this working? How are people up there now? The, I know the 4D love to do conspiracy and, oh, they're keeping us down. No, they're not keeping you down. If people are turning on that TV, I'm going to say they're not keeping anyone down because I don't turn on the TV at all. I mean, people have teased me about it. I choose not to turn on the TV. If I want to know what's going on, I'm going to find out from people around me or I'm going to find out in a different way. I'm going to go look at, I don't know, the I'm going to look somewhere. And even then, I don't actually like using TV at all because they just create these energies, these emotions, these, and they're all old. They all feel very old and ancient and the people who follow them are old and ancient with them and they're all rigid, by the way, in duality. So 4D is included in that. They just use different mediums and whenever I'm hearing about it, I immediately will know because they're all talking about how negative the future will be. So there you go that some people say well what makes you think that the future will be positive if you're thinking that you're obviously not in 5d is what i'm going to let you in on and it's okay i i already had read about what it would look like and in fact i'm like okay now now i'm getting it So 5D are people who stay grounded in reality and we learn from actual academics and we do know how to discern information which is where we know who matters and who doesn't matter and a person's opinion it's important as an exchange but they're not what matters. What matters to me is if I want to learn something effective, let's say economy. I'm going to go and do a buttload of reading and learning from the economy people. And if I speak about economy and I'm told you don't know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I don't know. I actually don't. So I'm presenting an opinion. It has no value because I'm not an expert in the field. And I haven't done enough research to actually give you a solid idea of why I can stand, where I want to stand. If I do it, though, I still wouldn't make that type of conversation anyways, because that's not (laughs) 5D land. We don't do that. But what I'm saying is if you really want to learn about anything, you're going to use sources, not the mass media, not a soap opera, not a TV show, not the stereotypes and generalizations, and definitely not bloggers or influencers or people who are creating channels in a way that are leading people to follow their lists of how to do's, not because they don't have value. No, they have value. They're sharing their opinion. They're not the researchers. They're not the academics. They're not giving me the data point. They're giving me their opinion with the data. I don't need their opinion. I want the data. Their opinion, I can get it if I want it at some point. And what you realize about influencers and people who do what they do like that is that they are just telling people what worked for them and then using what they learned and studied and you know there you go that's why for ihp it's food for thought it's perspectives the channeled guidance is still presented to you with here's what i can perceive what i'm channeling what i can share with you the inner growth mindset was designed to give exercises and support you to use your brain not my brain and the additional information of somatics and trauma is really helpful for those who want to actually move out of their traumatized experiences and the ones who have bigger trauma know about the importance of going to get good therapy not because it's a bad or good thing because they will know how uncomfortable their life is because they suffer when my attachment style friend who is a smart human being responded the way they responded to me suggesting in the best way possible go get somatic therapy or sensory motor look into it i said look into it Their response was, I've done the therapy, I've done the yoga, I've done the this. They were emotional, they were stressed, their answer doesn't count. However, what they followed with was humanity's crappy, why should I go do something? This is the very indication of not only the attachment response of a protective child, who's in a rumination cycle who's in a shame blame fault cycle this is the inner critic but in this case it was an outer critic it was i have nothing to have to work on everybody else is is crappy it's a shame cycle because there's the inability to look at oneself with neutrality and this is exactly why shame blame fault revenge doesn't bring people to move into healing of their own trauma as Jennifer Sweeten explains, this is where trauma safety behaviors continue because people don't know how to be in compassion within their brain with themselves. And so here's where Daniel Siegel talks about reflective dialogue as one of his ways of leading people to move into integration mind. And he trains and teaches, educates about the mind. So I'm getting my input. Their personal neurobiology educational certificate from him and then the attachment lifespan one two and he's explaining to me exactly how the mind works and then giving me also the attachment category research and connecting dots in a way that can support me to support others and here's where again if you're a person who's consciously aware of your charge states which is what an enlightenment soul age person will be aware of we will know when we're working on growth there is and there are going to be areas for those of you who have clairs and those of you who have just began this journey because i know that there's so many different people that continue into any of these episodes and so in this case what i want to share is for a 5d inclined body and or 5d body person You will be in a love cycle, not a shame cycle. So any type of situation that presents itself to you emotionally and mentally and physically will be manageable and beyond because you will be in a love cycle. Our love cycle is not about reflective dialogue. It's about inner growth. And we just grow from whatever conflict because it's not a conflict it's an emotion and a thought that is arising because something outside of us is happening and we're gonna look at it in equanimity because why wouldn't we we know how to use our brain I didn't need yoga to use my brain I actually don't like doing any physical activity I have to do it because I have scoliosis That's the, <laughs> I to this day hate doing physical activity I don't like it in any way shape or form I don't I don't like <laughs> I like to use my brain see this is the part but I'm not a child and I'm going to let me treat my body in a way just because I decided I want to do it that sounds pretty ridiculous and some people will easily see certain aspects when necessary and that is the saddest part and then sometimes they will negate it completely and this is where that shame cycle comes into the mix so the inner critic outer critic is of a rigid mind if you move out of it if you move out of your shame cycle and you start to integrate compassion, then you might get somewhere. And if you move out of solace, then you'll keep getting somewhere. And so here's where, when I meet people, and my old people too, the one, all of the people that up till now, 43 years old, um, I'm waiting to find the person who loves life from their body, heart and mind more than I do, and humanity, by the way, I, I want, I want, I hope I can meet that person. That's how I'm going to put it, because that's going to be like an explosion of beautiful love energy and it's life. It's just a person who recognizes the beauty of everything and anything because they can know that if you're not dying underneath a truck, we are not in danger. And when I think of suffering, I think of people who are actually starving to death and in the midst of turmoil. I think of the people who don't have access to education, and then I think of the uh, disappointing uh, thing that I have to see when it comes to people who call themselves leaders. I think of a lot of things. But I also recognize I I chose not to move into the sphere of politics, but there's a very specific reason why. (laughs) I don't feel that I would have done as much to help people. Instead, as a content creator, a podcast host, an online entrepreneur, I can't. I can reach more people. The ones who want to grow up, by the way. The ones who want to love life. That's why it's inspiring human potential. I'm not intrigued by the people who want to be given by the external. Why should I be excited about waking up tomorrow? Because, you know, again, the person who is going to move into their Enlightenment so age group from a mysticism perspective that person is a person who already understands that you get this life. You get this life. The next life, you're not going to have the same name. And even if you do, it doesn't matter because <laughs> you won't remember this one. And no matter what aspects came uh, to me in this whole mysticism community, I've always gotten excited. Now, I'm not as excited because of seeing how many people who don't have it hard are yelling at each other and they want to talk about mental health and they want to talk about love and they want to talk about reiki or crystals or energy a lot of different things and this is not my first rodeo because every year we repeat the same cycles this is like 2007 2023 do the math people because my brain's not going to do it right now (laughs) all i can tell you is at this point it's more like "Hmm." and i was confirmed recently of how easy it is i was confirmed this already in the past but then it got really more uh accentuated the past couple weeks of how even people who don't have it hard choose fear and this this really was like what okay Now, it's one thing, like my attachment style friend, they live their shame cycle and they just are so in this rigid mind and thinking that the external sucks, meaning boys, because they are upset at men and then they're upset at women as well. They're upset at all people. They're upset at couples who are happy. They look at couples, they get upset that they're happy. They wish that these people aren't happy. This is, again, not an energy vampire. A human being who has a specific type of attachment category, ambivalent. Furthermore, they preoccupied. The shoe's always going to drop. So they don't know how to receive in ease. Their actual attachment system does not know self-regulation. And no matter how it was presented to them, they already did the therapy they did the bad therapy is what they did but maybe they did a therapy that because those people didn't know about somatics or those people don't believe in it this is the other part the same therapists don't believe in somatics or sensory motor or or, or bezel Vanderquok or I don't know like this is the part I to this day when I hear anyone who's in a field and they tell me they don't believe I'm like okay wait let me turn around because otherwise i'm gonna I'm, I'm i'm not even able to insult you because this is where my brain doesn't work that way and so i would not be able to hold up a type of let me spell out to you the ways that you're ignorant right now in the appropriate way that an academic who thinks they know everything need would need to be presented i don't have this this ability but you know here's the other part i'm also not strong so even if i wanted to get into a fight let's say but all of those are 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 silly also and here's what you know when you're a person who's a 5d mystic and you know that it isn't our job any one of us to tell other people how to live life great (laughs) it's not my job to tell you you can live a happy life it's not my job to tell you you can work on your energy it's not my job to, to work with your state of consciousness and so a wise person when i think of these silly things now at this point you know so i'm thinking okay even if i had the great brain that i would want because as a teenager i wanted that great brain but even if i had the great brain that i wanted right uh would i do that no i, I probably wouldn't because it feels like a waste of my time and what am i proving it is and who cares about somebody who's that closed-minded that they would waste my time like that and then there's also the part of even if I were big, that's actually something that would be a negative. I'm behaving in an ignorant way, in a you know, bullying way. Like these are not positive growth opportunities, these are not positive growth anything. Furthermore, when you want to understand the state of consciousness is a choice, and so you go beyond all belief systems. This is why you go beyond the concept of spiritual or spirituality within the consciousness realm. And being a mystic again, I can apply even the science, which is where the science comes in, and what I think of are the physicists. They talk to me about, or the astrophysicists, dark matter, dark energy. And so for me, Maria, at this point, I think of the fact that there is no magical law of anything, there is a specific way that matter will work with itself and as Sabine points out I need to read her book and watch more of her videos but she says information cannot be destroyed this is an astrophysicist or she's a physicist uh, theoretical I think so information cannot be destroyed but it can become impossible to retrieve for practical purposes and this is something that when you take a look at this field of consciousness and information and energy. So an exchange does not mean something specific. While others are still trying to box all of this up, the ones of us who are in a 5D we we really get it that you're your own differentiated self and i'm my own differentiated self you're your island i'm my island we do have this ocean that connects us however the ability for me to even if i want to again let's say uh show you the way by well the beating up part is silly because that's really an an ineffective and childish way to get anger out right so this is the part of any type of physical force is silly unless you want to live in prehistory and some people do there's men primarily that do this zero-sum game they have to be on top and i'm thinking did you not want to evolve do you want to be our ancestors because i would think that's kind of humiliating i mean if i were a man i wouldn't want to be comparing myself to that or i would want to recognize where i stand am i a mature male at this point you know but actually sadly i have to say there's a lot of men that will think of themselves as actually continuing to bring forth what is wisdom with this zero-sum game without realizing that's not wisdom and that's not even true strength true strength means you know how to be soft in fact there's that Lao Tzu that phrase where he says water is soft and it penetrates earth and i forget what other material but it penetrates that which is hard so compassion is a word that people don't know that physiologically speaking when you're in compassion your body is in its ventral vagus nerve state so your social engagement is on you're in that restored embodied self everything's going to be okay Your default mode network is off, so you're others and self. You're not scouting the territory. Am I safe? Am I not? Do I turn on my social engagement system or not? It's off. You are your own observer, witness and narrator because you're using your brain in the moment that emotions and thoughts are arising and you're able to notice if you're getting temperamental or not. And that's not hard because you're paying attention to how you're talking to another person. I know when my tone is up. I know when I'm all excited. I haven't learned to always be present and bring it down a notch, because you know, again, when you're with your loved ones, you're not trying to perform. You're not trying to express, and even when I am expressing, and, and I don't perform actually, I don't do that, but if I were in a public setting, I would be much more aware, right? If I'm getting prepared for a speech or something, I would try to make sure I can keep myself regulated And right here, work with my nervous system, the anxiousness that can arise. I also suffer from panic attacks. So those things could take place. And I have had where I noticed that I get hyper aroused my nervous system again, when I get excited about having to do something and I'm still working with that. These are all areas that don't need to be sensitive. When I see people who are labeling themselves based on diagnoses because of bad therapists not trying to correct what the ancient people have done and, and and luckily we have updated therapists who are trying to break this and I'm contributing and trying to contribute to say let's talk about these things differently because you're not your anxiety anxiety is a reactivity and a reactiveness of your body there's reasons there's answers there's things I'll never forget there's this one person who from this group of mystics I was explaining to them how i was working through my panic attacks because it was another one of those peak energy moments and we were all just talking about ascension and 5d and all this stuff this person began to get angry they they reacted in a way that was angry with what i was saying they had an angry tone and i was like okay (laughs) i just shut up but their attitude was incorrect was uh, also rude if you if, if we needed to put it on the sensitivity scale which is what people who are yelling at each other do when you're a mature person you don't do that i immediately am like okay obviously this triggered this person which obviously as again, a person who does have moments of what is panic understandably there's no reason for you to yell at me but here's where they are in their biological rudeness because they are not choosing to be aware of the minute that they're opening their mouth with another human being their conscious choice to not be aware of that and on the note of let me be compassionate they're in their biological rudeness so they're already in whatever safety behavior but the reality is my explaining about what I got to do triggered their implicit memory of when they have their panic attacks, which triggered their upset, their hyperactive in that moment, sympathetic nervous system state. And so while a person who's inclined to be or is a 5DC in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group will master, I've mastered more and more how to be in my equanimity, and I love being able to be here because it feels very right in my body. So when you're married to unconditional love, when you're married to a love cycle, which is what those who are a restorative embodied self will be, and that's the love cycle people the shame cycle people if they move out of it they get married to this too they have a different remembrance of what they got to learn so there is this ego death this dark night of the soul these things but if they actually are proactively moving themselves towards love this means it will be choices that they make that they're choosing to become more quantumist on their own because their life is worth it their life as a person not because they're you know some mystical being from somewhere (laughs) so they do it because they want to live a better life and they notice that these types of things are going to make their life better so there's a way you become proactive and you get out of your shame cycle all on your own so this is where nobody has the um, key except for the person and some people need therapy and they acknowledge it and some people they don't need it, and they acknowledge it, and it's not a competition. So when this lady's getting pissed at me, she has no right to get pissed at me, because I'm able to manage my own anxiety, and no person has the right to tell me. In this case, there have been people that want to tell me how to handle my stuff, and 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 this is the part where if you're a smart person when you hear the word well-being you know of a couple of things and you know how to stay in a place of awareness now again this is where i'm talking about those of us who are conscious so i do recognize some people are not but those people hopefully you will have people around them who would share with them hey you know what i think that maybe So I'm gonna use my attachment style friend again because they are a person who I began to get concerned with and I had the verbiage and I shared with them all the knowledge. And I shared with them more than once my concern for their window of tolerance. And so if you are a person who does learn how to work with yourself and others, this is not because you're disconnected well-being means that your vitals are good blood work your sleep is good your food is good there's basics to keep yourself healthy if a person is oblivious to that again there may be reasons of course of lack of education and surrounding we get it let's bring them that knowledge but there's also knowledge of when it has been brought to people in different ways different shapes different forms the rebuttal of that so it's not what amount of distributed information we are giving or not giving when people don't choose their best self options they actually don't have their best interest in mind and the shame cycle is what they're in because they're in an inner outer critic they're in an adaptive child response their actual sense of self is not stable in a secure attachment experience and they are destabilized by the events that take place emotionally because they're not yet sure within their emotional state and this is that mammalian heritage where you look outside of yourself for help but it's your actual body that is not yet safe inside itself so you are reacting and that reaction then seeks for support but you will find the support that you actually feel comforts you and this is the part about why when i'm seeing 4d 3d spokespeople i'm like okay we we need people that talk about the same topics but from a different angle so for me i share the 5d mystics because it's all about love and being yourself and people who want to move here can do so and they will know so And then it's saying there are very specific things that you want to know if you're not able to keep it together and I mean it with all the kindness in my heart then yeah okay you you want to know about good somatic sensory motor therapy I've seen people who don't recognize that they didn't keep it together and this is the structural dissociation that I learned about and this is what I was like wow okay There are a lot of people out there that really could benefit from good therapy, but these same people, because their existence continues to be represented in those movies, man, and by the same stereotypes that people go ahead and keep using. They actually are in the narratives of this 3D, 4D plane. They're in narratives of their soul age groups. They're in these inner outer critics. They actually choose rigidity from the mind and they choose to stay closed-minded and they choose to not see the fact that they're using their past to assume tomorrow and it's a shitty assumption that they're making too because it's all in fear or anger or upset or blame or shame or criticism. They're not looking at tomorrow with hope and knowledge that we can or at the very least, again, equanimity, meaning, okay, yeah, we don't have it all together, but we do co-create, so anyone who wants to talk to me about mental health, the minute they start to get pissy is the minute that I know you don't have mental health in your mind, you have whatever story you went through in your mind, and you have your hurt in your mind, and you have, that's great, I'm going to hear you, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be engaged, but you don't care about mental health, Because if you did, the first thing you try to learn how to do is to speak your mouth without getting agitated. And that's because the mind of a person can only be in an exchange with another human being if there's a way of being open and receptive to each other, not if you're attacking and insulting me. And that, though, requires a person to have a secure ego, which most people don't. Because the minute they get temperamental is the minute that I remember being a teenager and getting temperamental. And I remember saying, ah, this isn't going to work in the adult world, especially if I'm going to go into politics. And I don't like how my brain feels. Lo and behold, when you get angry, the hippocampus gets saturated with cortisol. Your brain becomes fuzzy. You start to forget what you're saying. And so anyone who actually pays attention to what is coming out of their mouth will notice something. And to close it off it's like with our lovely naysayer the person who said pseudoscience bullshit self-help crap if you remember we did an episode and if you remember i told you it took me 15 minutes to actually regain my complete centeredness and i laughed a little bit because of course, I felt at ease, but I was not completely at ease. I was still semi-agitated and I noticed it because I made some silly grammar mistakes, but I'm I'm imperfect in my grammar, but this was something I should have known. So the part that my mind went blank and or that I wasn't able to see that immediately and that I caught it after 20 minutes gave me immediate awareness of okay, I actually was being reactive while I was engaging in my response and so my hippocampus again was with that cortisol. The part of your awareness of how your mind works is not hard to have. If you're not your best cheerleader or your worst enemy, if you're not the inner critic, the outer critic, the denier, the withdrawal, if you are able to sit in love, it's because you're able to sit in what is unconditional love. It's compassion, it's called I'm a, per- I'm a person, I'm imperfect, there's things I'm gonna like, there's things I don't like. Nothing has changed for me personally since moving into a complete visibility of being 5D, self-empowered, enlightenment soul age group, secure attachment, this restorative embodied self, knowing how to explain it to you guys, the integrated mind. What has changed is the fact that I can continue to share with you why the inner growth mindset is beneficial, why you can be yourself from your heart, why you can deal with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from your own head here your heart again get to know things that are amazing about yourself and then also go with the flow and know that it is a process so here's where for us every year is something we get to learn and the enlightenment so age group person is getting to learn about physical mastery the other ones are getting to learn what they want to do about their emotional plane Some are going to stick to their belief systems and settle into whatever that is. Um, Others are going to master their emotional plane and move into the spectrum. And the rest will find out with how our lovely society keeps on moving forward. In the meantime, if you do care about your mental health, staying grounded in reality means that when you wake up in the morning, you do notice your energetic spectrum, the level You notice how you slept, you notice your loved ones, you notice how you can talk to each other, you notice if you're getting to become more mature, you notice if you eat well, if you don't eat well, you notice the things that are important. And then you notice the bigger picture, of course. And some of us, we want to help in a bigger way. And those of us who actually are successful, it's because we're able to take to heart everything we do, be okay with moments that are in sadness because it's not about a magical wand or a type of there has to be sacrifice or not sacrifice that is all duality this is the part when you're truly a free anything in your brain obviously because this is where so you're thinking from a space of integrated mind restorative embodied self and you are present There is no source or necessary meaning or necessary anything. It's today I get to contemplate and I have this X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G piece of information. And I have these variables over here. And then I have these variables over here and all of them mean something. And then again, they mean nothing because at the end of the day, I'm only one ego who's taking in information and conceptualizing it. It's not because it doesn't have value. It has immense value without it having to tangibly be something. The bigger picture for the person who wants to help the world is not seeing it in a way that gives you this little mantle that you can flaunt around. That's when people are trying to prove to themselves that they're belonging and certain that this is where their drive is i want to feel and see it therefore then that that will give me the proof that i exist so we don't need proof to know we exist we see ourselves in every person and every person can see themselves in us because we're all human we're all people we all care the people who are in the enlightenment age group so so age groups they do change the interest And I come here to share with you the 5DC and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. On this lovely day, I'm sure some of you might move into this spectrum. I'm sure some of you will move into more of whatever Soul Age Group you are consistently living by and with. And none of these are good or bad. These are all choices that you consistently get to choose what to make of. The one most important part is that you wake up ready to support each other and to know that emotions are part of that life and so yeah you seek each other to support that's called also co-regulation we learn how to self-regulate based on how we were given that opportunity which is why the family is important if you know where you have come from you will know what situations you get to work with so some of us we got secure attachment some of us didn't some of us have a brain that is structured with a matured right and left mode equally some there's work to do, you know. It's all accessible. All of the trauma experts have said the same thing over and over and over again that you can heal the words they use. I don't like to call it healing. I like to call it you return to your true self, which is a mature version of yourself as an adult, which you couldn't have been as an infant. But we also didn't know about the attachment system until I don't know what year they began looking into it. And they didn't know about the safety behaviors of the uh, flight, fight, freeze, fawn, freeze, pause. Now they know about attach, cry, collapse, submit, freeze, appease. So there's a lot of pieces that they didn't know Now they do. Now we have, again, the polyvagal theory, which not all doctors believe in. So they're not all doing bottom-up. Some still refuse to understand that the body is important, because that's where the trauma memory is held for those who have more than just the charged states, and that it takes time for a dysregulated, modulated body to become a restorative body. First, they have to have an environment where they're accepted and they feel safe. So mental health involves the hands on deck of people who are in their enlightenment soul A group or at the very least compassionate towards each other for real because we know what biological rudeness means. It's not a choice to suffer and to be rude to each other. It's suffering. So let's help that along with love and respect and, you know, kind words and firm words when needed as well. Looking forward to hearing from you. Have a wonderful day.